What a moment. Australian Premier caller and the best. There's no bias there. Channel 10, Simon Hill. Simon, great call. What a win. Oh, that was magic. Extraordinary, huh? What oh. a morning. Oh. If I, what a 24 hours. I don't think I've had any sleep yet, to be honest. <laughs> but, uh, no, it's, it's, it was great fun. Obviously, uh, very tense night, but thankfully they got on the right side of the ledger in the dreaded penalty shootout. Yeah. What was your first thought when Arnie subbed out Ryan for Redmayne? Uh, shock, I think, probably the same as everybody else. But, you know, after the initial, oh, what's going on here, you, you recognise that there was probably some method behind the madness. Uh, obviously, those of us who, who followed the A-League quite closely uh, know of Andrew Redmayne's reputation as being a penalty saver. And uh, he'd done it in the grand final, of course, for Sydney FC against Perth Glory with, with his old uh, jelly legs, wiggles routine on the line. Um, so it was quite clear what Graham Arnold was, was trying to do and, and you know, clearly something that had been in the planning for quite some time. But even so, you know, a very gutsy call by Arnie. Uh, mm. Matthew Ryan might have saved those penalties anyway, you don't know. But uh, to do that, he knew that if it went wrong, I mean, he'd be hung, drawn and quartered today. There's no doubt about oh, that. So it was a big gamble, but it paid off. So I'm, I'm delighted for him and, and the nation. Absolutely. Sporting courage. Now, the reports the Peru goalkeeper had instructions written on his water bottle and the first chance that Andrew had, he grabbed it and tossed it over the fence. Have you heard that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I read that on Twitter yeah. actually about an hour ago. Now, obviously, we didn't see that on the coverage, but uh, I well. mean, if you did that, well, you know, that, that's it's part of the little mind games that mm. everybody plays, and you know, there's delaying before you take the kick, and there's uh, respotting the ball, and you know, goalkeepers try all sorts of tricks to, to try and put the uh, the taker off. Uh, it's whatever works, and uh, you know, that that's probably the same in a lot of sports mm. where you know, as long as it's within. The laws. I don't think there's any law of football that states you can't throw somebody's water bottle away. <laughs> <laughs> Did Peru underestimate us, Simon? I, look, I don't know. Only they can answer that. But what I will say is that I, and I don't care because of the way it turned out, but they hugely disappointed me. I, I was surprised by how mm. ordinary they were. I mean, they came in with quite a big reputation, not necessarily being a a team full of stars, but a, a team that was, you know, very good at going through the gears. And they've got some pretty good individuals, Carrillo on the right and Quaver on the left in particular. Uh, but they were anonymous. Uh, and I think that's a testament to how well Australia played. In mm. all honesty, Australia should have won the game within 90 minutes. Yeah. It would have been a travesty had they lost last night. But, I agree. Uh, thankfully, they didn't. Mm. We are off to our fifth World Cup in a row. As you said, great yeah. for the nation, great for the FFA, the players, the A-League. Only 11 other nations, I read this, have achieved that. It, yeah. it, I mean, that is that is remarkable. And, and their names like Japan, Korea, Mexico, Argentina, Brazil, England, France, Germany, Portugal, Spain, Switzerland, they're all superpowers. I mean, there's no Italy there. I mean, it is unbelievable when you think of it over that period of time, Simon. Well... You know, perhaps one or two people in this country should sit up and take notice. Um, and particularly, you know, the fact that they've done it this time by playing 20 games, as we did in 2017, but only four on Australian soil because mm. of the, the, the pandemic. They've really done this the hard way this time. So they've earned their spot there. And, you know, the fact that we do this time after time, and I've mentioned this on many occasions, on yes. the smell of an oily rag financially... Yes on the back of regular brickbats from the mainstream media who either ignore us or, or vilify the game. 
It's an extraordinary achievement, mm. and, and they deserve, deserve all the credit that they're getting today. And, and you know, now people are saying, how are we going to go at the World Cup? It doesn't matter. But we'll worry about that in a couple of months. The fact is, is that we're there, and that in itself is an extraordinary mm. achievement for a fifth time in a row. My word. Do any of us owe an apology to Graham Arnold? I think I might. Well, uh, look, you know, part of the media's job, Roey, as you know, is to call it as you see it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Arnie's, okay, he's, he's got a lot of stick. Some of it, a lot of it has probably been deserved. Some of it might have been a bit over the top, I don't know. Uh, but this is the game that they're in. Uh, you know, this is sport at the top professional level. Uh, it's not a holiday camp. Uh, you shouldn't expect to get a free ride if things go wrong. And things have gone wrong at various phases of this campaign. It's come right in the end, and he will get you know all the plaudits for what he did this morning, and rightly so. Yeah. It's absolutely brilliant, the job he's More done. But, you know, a penalty kick the other way, and you and I are having a very different <laughs> conversation this afternoon. But that is the beautiful <laughs> part of this sport, honestly, the tension of it all, getting up and watching it. Isn't it brilliant? Oh, look, there's no other sport can do this. I don't care what anyone says. There's, there's no other sport can make me... Make me laugh, cry, you know, want to punch the screen in and then do laps around the house in the nudie. Honestly, that's it's the only we one. Love it. That's it. Hey, we've got France on the 23rd of November. That's only 163 days away. Let's not look too far ahead. But then Denmark, they're right 11th and Tunisia 35th. I mean, there's no Paul that's an easy Paul, but crikey's France, that's going to be a toughie. Yeah, it is. I mean, you know, they're the, they're the world champions and, uh, we know how good they are. Um, we played France at the World Cup in 2018. We played Denmark in the group in 2018. So mm. it's not like they're going to be unfamiliar opponents. Tunisia are a little bit more of an unknown quantity. And look, we'll be outsiders again, and that's okay. We were outsiders this morning. Yes. Never, ever, as I said in the call, never write off the Socceroos. No. You called the John Aloisi moment. Now it'll be the Andrew Redmayne moment. Both are going to be in folklore. Amazing call, Simon. Congratulations. Thanks very much, guys. Great work. Channel 10, Simon Hill. We've spoken to him. The 12 years I've sat this seat, we've spoken. The the passion that he speaks, the the knowledge, the accuracy of his calls, the inflection of his voice, the Mm -hmm. emotion in it is just unbelievable. And watching 10 this morning was incredible.